Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to have you here today, and I'm looking forward to sharing this episode with you. Now, over the last few weeks, I have been telling you about a project I've been working on to help Christian women get clear plans on how to take the adventure God has for them. And I'm really excited about this. And it's all actually really coming together. Who knew? Now, that being said, I have a small test group that I'm going through with it right now. And I'm not quite ready to launch it yet. So during this time, I've decided to share with you some past episodes of the Redemption Unveiled podcast to continue to encourage you as I wrap up this project. I thank you so much, and I would really appreciate any prayers that you have during this time as I simply try to create the thing that I feel I have been called to create. And I absolutely hope and pray that it helps so many women get clear on how to take the adventure God has for them. While I'm not quite ready to share that project with you today, I hope this episode encourages you, uplifts you, and helps you in the adventure that you are finding right now. Enjoy. Welcome to Redemption Unveiled. There's nothing worse than feeling disappointed in your own life. Do you often go to bed feeling defeated and wake up feeling behind? Did you expect your life to be more than it is? At Redemption Unveiled, we are dedicated to helping you build a life that fulfills you because we believe you should love the only life you get to live. Hi, I'm Haley, and I'm glad you're here. Let's get going. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so glad to have you here. I want to thank everyone once again for everyone who has left a review on the podcast. If you are listening to this podcast and you like it, would you please leave a review for me? Also, I am trying to grow my Instagram, so it's Redemption Unveiled. If you don't like it, I would love it if you would like it. I started a new page just a couple of weeks ago, so I'm trying to build that up. That would be awesome. Thank you. So today on the podcast, we're going to talk about how difficult it is to have little ones. I mean, I don't know that there's anything more discouraging than raising toddlers, (laughs) I mean, it's the thing is that your everyday life becomes filled and consumed with tasks that oftentimes are not appreciated, that are not, they don't feel important. And even just staying at neutral in your life is sucking all the life out of you. And it's just really, really difficult. So today on the podcast, I have my mom. Most of you probably know she has seven kids. So I'm one of seven. So the first three she had was three and under, and her life for those first three kids, she has some very interesting stories of, I'm number three, so right after I was born, and I have her share those today. So if you are a mom of toddlers, and you feel defeated now, and you feel discouraged, this is a podcast for you to listen to, to feel encouraged, and just remember that it is okay to make mistakes and that we are all doing our best with this motherhood journey and we all have the heart to take care of our kids and to keep our kids safe and to and to protect them and to raise them to be the best humans we can be they can be but at the end of the day we're all just doing our best mistakes are made poor decisions are made and life happens and there's grace to not be perfect as a mom so I am excited to have you listen to this, so have a good day, and I'll see you guys back here on Monday. Enjoy.
Hi, Mom. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Haley. I am very excited to have you here as we are focusing on motherhood and just life. And obviously, you have greatly impacted my mothering journey. Because well, I hope so <laughs> <laughs> for the positive, <laughs> probably I hope every so for that too. <laughs> probably every mom has impacted their children, but some people probably feel it was more of a negative. But you have been very positive. Um, so a little bit of kind of our background: of you have seven kids, and I'm the third of your seven. Yes. And what I want to talk about today is the very start of it all. You didn't really start with the idea of having seven kids, but just one thing led to another and then you had seven kids. Yeah. Some people really go into life or marriage and say, oh, I want a big family. Yeah. That's how I was. You know, and, but I hadn't come from a big family. I was the youngest of three, three girls and I knew I wanted kids. I knew I loved kids, but I didn't really say, oh, let's have a big family. We took them one at a time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just how God led us. It was easier, I think, taking one at a time than thinking, oh, I have to get to this point. But yeah. it's definitely a journey. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I kind of want to go back to the beginning of it all. Back when you and dad first started having kids, you were young. You and dad got married young. Yes. Yeah, we were 18 and 19 when we got married, so very young. Uh, I was 21 when we had our first uh, child, but I started really wanting to have kids within, after the first year of our marriage. So we tried for about a year, and then we ended up having our firstborn, Zach, uh, when I was 21. And then you had your second? 20 months later, we had our second. And that really was, you know, having children for me was really my ultimate, like, desire in life. Like, there was something. And to tell you the truth, I had really been a little disappointed in most of the major things that people tell you are a big deal in your life. Right. Up until that point. Like, I got married and my wedding day was kind of chaotic disaster you know (laughs) the the first time you have sex your graduation like all those things were like okay so (laughs) that's not as big a deal as I thought it was gonna be or that wasn't really what I was expecting but when I had my first child it was like everything that had been asleep inside of me came to life And I really knew at that moment that, like, that's what I was created to do. First time in my life, honestly, that I felt that fulfillment of, like, this is what I was created to do. I can do this, and I'm going to be good at it. That's cool. I bet that was really, I don't know, exciting to finally feel like you had something in your life that had been built up as a big thing, but it wasn't a big disappointment. (laughs) Yeah. Well, because let's just face it, there's a lot of things in life like that, that you're like, and then you almost feel bad because you're like, oh, wow, I was supposed to be really, really excited about that, but I feel kind of disappointed. Yeah, absolutely. That's just kind of life in general with these, when you have big expectations of certain events. Right. But motherhood was like childbirth and motherhood was everything. I mean, it just, consumed me I was just so I I didn't sleep even when the baby slept you know everyone complained but I couldn't sleep because I was just so excited about my baby you just felt like you almost came to life yeah 
I did. That's cool. So you had Zach and you loved it. So then what happened? So then we turned right around and he was the like, you know, your firstborn perfect baby. Like we could take him anywhere. He never fussed. He never demanded anything. He was just so good. And we're like, we can do this again. Mm -hmm. So at, you know, he would have been just close to a year old when we decided to get pregnant again. And then, so then we're like, wow, these two are incredible (laughs) people. And so let's have a third. So, yeah, so we had our third and I had, I was 24 and had three children under the age of four. Wow. And I, during that time, after our first, our family had bought a business in Mississippi and they moved us. So I moved away from all my support system, my sisters, my, the grandparents, everyone, like. We were just, we moved to Mississippi and I had these three little kids. And it, it, it was, it was a really hard time. I cannot imagine. <laughs> yeah. To just not have, you know, you don't have anyone to help you. You don't have anyone to watch your kids. You don't really even have any friends because it's a new place. And it was, it was just a very lonely, discouraging time for me. I remember you telling me stories of kind of right after I was born, several things that had kind of happened um, about Hannah and me. And so can you tell some of those stories? So you have like this young mom who has now found her fulfillment. And I, my personality was also like, okay, I'm going to be the greatest mom ever. And my kids are going to be these great kids. And All of a sudden, you know, I really believed that I could handle this. I could handle anything. But there were several situations that I'm like, okay, (laughs) that was not my greatest parenting moment. I mean, there were times when um, there was one instance where I had all the kids buckled up. You were a newborn baby. I went to this gas station and I know you all can judge me, but any mom's going to know that feeling of like everyone was in their car seat. I was like three minutes from home at this little quick stop that we always stop at. And I pulled in and I left the car running and I was like, I just need milk. I but just back need then milk that was probably the pretty normal, I would think. I mean, it's not right. I mean, it's not quite like it is today. Uh, it was somewhat normal, but <laughs> somewhat it was also like, I've got to do this really quick. <laughs> yeah, like, you exactly. know, okay, okay. like, I hope no one sees me, <laughs> but I cannot get everybody out of the car to get a gallon of milk. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. I get that. And so I run in and this is a quick stop where there are windows around all three sides where you're checking out. And I pulled into this, this driveway and we had this car and it was, it idled really fast. So I'm paying for my milk. And all of a sudden, I look up and my car is in reverse flying around from one side of the quick stop. Oh my gosh. Clear around to the other side of the quick stop. <laughs> I mean, I cannot. I'm imagine. like, oh my gosh, that's my car <laughs> and my children are in it. And did you think somebody had stole it or did you? I had no idea, but I look and it actually, and this is so scary. It actually hits 
the big pole right in front of the gas pumps. Oh, my gosh. And it had went, like, our car, when you put it in reverse, because it idled too fast. It was like a Lincoln Continental. It had all these, <laughs> like, fancy, why we had a Lincoln Continental. I have no idea. But we, it went around. And so I run out. I drop everything. I run outside. Oh, my and gosh. it's, Hannah is sitting in the driver's seat. She has. She's two at this point. She's two. Barely two, and has just oh my gosh. unbuckled herself. I'm thinking of Shabbat right now. <laughs> gotten out of the car seat, put the car in reverse. It goes. Zach's sitting in the back of his car seat, still buckled up like the good firstborn <laughs> child that he is, yelling, Hannah did it! Hannah did it! And, and I can't get into the car because when you put it in gear, it automatically locks. Oh my gosh. And the keys are in it. And... I'm trying to remember this code on the right. outside, the combination to my car. It was just like one of those, you know, and I look at the car and I'm like, okay, like there's a little dent in the bumper, but it's really not that bad. I'm just going to get my milk and carry on and go home. So I call Rob, I call your dad and I'm telling him what has happened. And he was like, well, what are you doing? Leaving the kids in the car when oh my gosh. you go into a store. And, you know, all of you mothers oh that gosh. are, I was a stay-at-home mom. He worked every day. So I'm with the kids right. 24-7. I'm exhausted. I have a new baby. And, you know, first, one of the first times in my life, I just broke down and I said, I can't do this. Like, I can't. Get milk and get everybody out of the car. Oh, my gosh. Like I yeah, had like three is so hard. Three, you know, one in the seat, one toddler who wouldn't listen to anything that I said. Right. You know, and you're already, you, you're you beating yourself up, but you cannot, like, oh, don't you dare. Right. Like, don't you dare right. tell me how easy it is to just get milk. <laughs> like, <laughs> and so, so he true. gets home, and I'm like, well, at least the car wasn't hurt. And he's like, Shelly. The car is completely bent. <laughs> like the whole frame of the car on both sides, it hit so hard that it was like totally and completely buckled. I mean, it cost us thousands and thousands oh of gosh. dollars to get it all straightened out. And it was never the same, the car. You know, <laughs> Poor but to Lincoln me, I was Continental. like, well, that doesn't look like he was like, that is not a natural contour to the car. Like it is buckled in half. And so that was like one moment. There was another time that I, right after that, I went to Walmart and I'm trying to get, I'm parked up next to the sidewalk and the cart is on the sidewalk and I'm getting Zach out of the cart and I put him in and buckle up. I get Hannah out of the cart. I buckle her You up. didn't leave us in the car that time. No, I took you all. <laughs> and lo and behold, I look down. I'm trying to get, gro I've got groceries on my arms and I look and you're in your seat in the side of the cart and I'm, the cart is rolling. I'm trying to get Hannah in her car like seat. Like down a hill. Yeah. Down the sidewalk. Well, it hits the, it hits the curb coming off into the parking lot, it hits that and flips over you oh my gosh. in your seat. And, of course, there's groceries everywhere. There's kids screaming. And, like, you're asleep. And this cart has went to the parking lot, flipped over you, and you're still asleep. And, like, in your little car seat. And I'm like, 
once again, I'm like, didn't some, didn't women like walk by like two old ladies or something? I thought you said oh, that yeah, it just feels like you're always being judged, right? Why, why in the world is this this woman? Maybe three kids at 24 was too much for you, ma'am. <laughs> yes, yeah, and you know, and this I'm a very prideful person, so I'm thinking. Uh, I'm not nailing this right now. Thank goodness they weren't. There wasn't Pinterest at the time, but you know, because I w- I wasn't a Pinterest mom. I go from this person to think I can do this. I am mother of the year. I can nail this parenting, and just realize that this is a lot, and I'm really not doing that great of a job. And you want your kids to be safe. I I left you on a coffee table of my sister in laws at one point. And I ran to Walmart and I was like, seems like something's missing. Like, and <laughs> you were sitting in your seat once again asleep. I mean, I sound like I was a terrible mom, but honestly, any of you guys that are living this know you're actually doing a great job. Yeah, I know. I, I actually am so thankful that growing up, you were so honest about all of the things and that experience because... As a mom, like, honestly, with each baby that I've had, I've had a moment or those days that you're like, that was so defeating. Like, right. I feel so defeated right now. And I can remember, which he, he, with each kid actually having these days where, like, I can remember one time with Epsi, I went to the mall, I was running errands, and I don't exactly remember what happened. But I just remember, you know, thinking it was going to go a certain way. And by the time we got home, you know, like screaming fits, people looking at you, trying to try clothes on, like after you have a baby. And I can remember this vivid time of like getting home, getting in bed with her. Like she was just so done and just laying in the dark. And and she was my only one. But like, come here, babe. And we're going to both just take some breaths because that was extremely overwhelming and discouraging. And I feel like a really bad mom right now for this day, (laughs) you know, and I, but, you know, I talk to my friends or different people that have little kids and they have these days and they feel so like it disqualifies them as a mom. Like if they should have, if they were a, if they were a good mom, they wouldn't have had that day or they wouldn't have made that decision. And I feel like I'm so grateful that growing up, I heard those stories all the time and I knew you were a good mom. And I, it's like I put that as like a piece of the puzzle of this is part of the journey. Like this is just part of it. Instead of defining these things where if you wouldn't have told me those things, I would have just had this expectation like, oh, it all goes really well. And I talked to other people like, oh, my gosh, but you don't understand. I made this mistake. I'm like, yeah, I know. It's OK. It's OK that you made. And you're always so... I so relate to just doing your best. I do think it's really shocking to me that as women and mothers in general, that we're not more supportive of each other. Why do you not remember? Because I don't believe that there is one mother that has done every single day, every single situation perfect. You know, as a mom, shouldn't as other moms, shouldn't we be the most graceful? filled people I mean because if we're honest in any way like there were so many things that I did really really well as a parent but there were obviously moments in probably 
every single day of your life that right. you could have done it better or that wasn't really that smart or your child could have got hurt. And I just have, I just have such a, a compassion and a grace for other moms. Yeah. And I don't know. I just really, I really am so thankful that you, that you were honest about that because it has given me the freedom to understand that you have both. Like you have the complete failures, but you have the complete success as well. Like it's kind of a dance that you take together and the failures don't mean that you're not a success. It just means it's like part of the journey. It's part of, I don't know. I just wish that more moms were really honest in a way that is like, that is so hard. And that way for me, not like when I had three little ones, three and under, it was so hard. And, and you're also, especially it's different. Like I have two now, two and under, but it's different now because I've went through it and I, I'm not so like, where are we going with this? Like, this is so discouraging. And so I don't know. I also want to talk about kind of that isolation that comes. And like, so you're, you have three kids out of your community with, um, having some difficult days, really having some failure. And I just want to talk about that isolation. And I know that so many moms now feel lonely and isolated and probably always, you know, but you have social media now that makes everyone feel like they, I don't know, that we're all, you know, just living one Instagram post at a time. And that pressure is like, why do I feel alone, you know, or why do I feel, you know, I'm sure it was just the same back when you were, you know, when you were a mom, but just not on social media, you know. Well, I know being 24, living in a community, I, I had gotten really into um, how I coped was really into my appearance, my size, my, like what I was wearing. I, I developed, I mean, we had quite a bit of money at the time. So I developed a shopping addiction, like, so are you saying that because you felt out of control, you almost went to super, like you controlled the things you felt you could control? Is that like you yeah, were like, I never really thought. I just know that in my coping skills at that time, I mean, there was there was still a lot of really broken places in me. And I think one of the best things that I did was realizing if I was going to survive this, I had to really take a journey of growth inside myself okay. because I couldn't give to my kids something that I didn't have. And I, I do think it was really helpful that I was very confident as a mom mm-hmm. to wear those one little moments. Like you have to build yourself up to where you realize that one parenting mistake does not define you as a mom. Right. You know, one like you said something too harshly or you, you know, I had a really difficult child and there were times when I knew that I lost my temper or I didn't handle it the way I wanted to handle it. So you really need to go on this journey to find that self-confidence of like, I'm still okay. Right. Like they're still okay. We're going to make mistakes doing this together. And you know, the isolation is a very, very real thing. My big thing was, I was a stay-at-home mom. I had three little children. I was still just 24 years old. My husband could go to work and he would 
make a product, he would put it on a truck, and they would pay for it. Everything, when I defined this of like, what is my frustration? It was such a hard time because everything that I did to keep you all alive and to make your lives better was never done. Like, there wasn't a put a product on a truck and get paid for it. Right. Then it was, I cook a meal, you ate it. You know, then I got to change the diapers from the eating. I wash clothes. They would wear them. And right. And nothing all the time, ever like, gets accomplished. Right. Like your day after day after day. These are all things that you, on one hand, take pride in. But you're like, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> well, and do I ever your... get where you can say, okay, you accomplished this today. Like my house with three little kids, my house couldn't even stay clean. Right. For even 30 minutes. Right. And none of the, particularly none of your, the kids are saying thank you. And maybe you have a husband that says thank you and maybe you don't. Like maybe you have a husband that really appreciates what you do, but maybe you don't. You know what I mean? Like for a lot of moms, it's like. Like for me and the kind of husband that I had, he's a man of few words. I just felt like it was just a given that I would do it. And it was just like, you notice it if it didn't get done (laughs) you know if I hadn't picked up all day long and he couldn't have gotten the front door he would have noticed that but he didn't notice it's not things that you say thank you for of like oh thank you that when I walked in you had picked up those toys one million times (laughs) and so now I get to walk in without tripping over a fire truck or a doll or you know any of those things you don't thank people for those things right I mean you can, but like that just wasn't our relationship. And so it wasn't even that I didn't feel thanked, but I never felt like I ever accomplished anything. Mm-hmm. Like you were always at neutral and just staying at neutral was like so much work. Oh, like if you were lucky, you were at neutral, you know, <laughs> right, I mean, right. you could have worked your tail off all day long and had so many and the and still ended up behind, right. you know, still ended up with a messy house and clothes that weren't washed and food that was burnt and, you know, and, and worked really, really hard that day. What would you say to a mom right now who has little kids, who literally feels defeated and alone and just needs to have a little bit of encouragement what would you say first of all that you aren't alone uh if you can find a community of like-minded moms so even just to be able to talk about you know people that could come into your life and a safe safe places where you can talk about your failures your or your successes you know it's just as important that you have someone that's going to cheer you along but mainly just grace grace Like, you're not doing as bad as you think. It's a very, very hard job because you don't get to see, at the earliest, it's 18 years, you know, like (laughs) before you get to see the fruits of your labor. Like, I'm getting to live a wonderful season of my life because, and I tell this to people I meet all over the country, like, my children have become really cool human beings that like that I'm proud of that I can relate to but 
you don't you don't know that when the you know the two year old is you know kicking a stranger or biting someone because they accidentally touch them you know or or throwing fits out in Walmart you're like well don't worry in 18 years I'm going to see how this all turns out like you can't think like that because you're just in survival mode so just remind yourself that it really does make a difference and when you're bogged down with the everyday, one of the sayings that I came across, and it just brought me so much just peace and reward, was the greatest thing that you do in your life may not be something that you do or accomplish, but it may be someone you raise. Yeah, that's cool. And I really, like, you need to hear that. Like, that everything that I'm doing isn't just, you know, the fact that I kept you alive today and you ate, but your face was dirty. Like, you know, it's like those things, it's so hard to not get bogged down. But I do feel like you just have to find what brings you life, what brings you encouragement. If if social media is making you compare and thinking you're doing a horrible job, Cut it out of your life. Like, yeah, that's good. Cut out the, the crap in your life that doesn't bring you life. You have to be very intentional of having a plan of survival because basically, you know, I woke up with my youngest, with the first three, when you were five years old, I found myself in a really not good place, not good place personally, not good place, you know, mothering. Like, you have to have a plan because all of a sudden you'll drift during those times when your kids are little. And all of a sudden you're like, wow, that's not really who I am, but this is where I've ended up. And it's not a good place. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's really good. Well, thank you so much, Mom, for sharing your story and just all the things you've done for, you know, just me and my life and being able to be honest about the journey of motherhood. So thanks. Love you. Thanks for having me. Bye. Thanks for joining me today. If you enjoyed this episode, would you do me a favor and write a review or share it with a friend? That'd be so awesome. If you'd like to stay in touch with with Redemption Unveiled, you can find me on Facebook or Instagram or my website, redemptionunveiled.com. And if you'd like to follow my personal page on Insta, it's haley.marie.carter. Thanks, guys. Now start or keep on building a life that fulfills you. Your life is today. See you next time.